to the weekly roar. I'm Grant Brunner. I'm Rob Webster. This episode is 760. Just us, uh, boys. Hey, Rob. Hello. Uh, it, we we uh, met each other in person since last we recorded a podcast. Yeah, man. It was a little while ago as well. It was, yeah, it while. was. Uh, I um, so we walked all over um, Midtown Manhattan, and um, I was mostly fine. The one thing that is still bothering me to this day, I got a, a blister on the back of my foot. Not even, not like, not like on the bottom of my foot, the back of my foot. Oh no. And that still is fucking me up. Uh, but it was, oh. other, but it was otherwise uh, delightful. I, I, de- I declined an Uber late in the day and maybe that was the last one. Maybe that was the final straw. <laughs> maybe this is the souvenir that I've given you. That's fine. Um, uh, but we did, a, we did a bunch of stuff. You came to, um, I'm just going to skip the animal part. Uh, we came to, uh, we, um, <laughs> We uh, we did stuff. Um, you came to the good old U.S. of A. Yes, and I am thinking of all the animals from the U.S. of A. <laughs> Every single one. The bald eagle, number one, with a bullet. Yes. Um, from the bald eagle to the tardigrade. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the beginning of your book. <laughs> um, My memoir. You, you came here, you flew to New York, um, yes. and then I trained into new york so that we could hang out um, yeah. and we had a good time we went all over midtown manhattan we flipped off trump tower we did i um, i made a disapproving face which yeah I think is the very you don't want to get the, you don't want to get thrown out from immigration no goodness and they will they will have a go at you um it's okay you're white they don't mind the, the white ones um it's because they're racist everybody um we all so that we did the nintendo uh, store in Manhattan, we yeah. went to FAO Schwartz. Um, how did uh, how did the the gift did the one did the gift you picked out for for Laura uh, at the Nintendo store did it survive because you you did have it like tied to your backpack? Yeah, I ended up like it's, I think it's always a risk buying a souvenir early in a trip, particularly mm-hmm. as in this case a large plush KK slider mm-hmm. uh, doing vinyls on the decks. Which mm-hmm. <laughs> is a great is a great plush. It did indeed. It 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 moved from the precarious suspended position on the back of my rucksack to the bottom of my rucksack. And I don't remember. I think maybe I started just dangling my switch around <laughs> because I thought, why, why do I still want the virtual KK slider when I've got the real thing? Mm-hmm. This switch can get mugged off anywhere. Um, but both both came back with me. Okay, that's good. That's that's good. Uh, how did that go over? I assume I assume that went over well. Yeah. So that was that was uh, it was quite good fun actually because I came home and I said, okay, Laura, I've got you a souvenir. We can either do this the simple way or the whimsical way. And Laura said. <laughs> let's go with the whimsy so I said alright you are not allowed your gift until you have completed Animal Crossing um, Happy Home Paradise the, the the DLC I happen to have completed it a couple of days before we went on holiday and D- uh, KK Slider does do a DJ set at the end of it mm-hmm. and I knew that Laura was only a couple of hours away from it so mm-hmm. I was like oh I'm going to give going to give her KK Slider during the DJ set <laughs> so it's like your prize is the real one uh, no she, she really enjoyed it she that's good also I really th- was like you can get it when you finish animal crossing an impossible task oh yeah once you pay off your home loan and you've completed the museum yeah no don't worry i'm uh, i'm not a psychopath i'm just a little a little goblin man that's very funny but um then you went to utah yes uh for a week and then you came back to new york and then flew back to uk i did yes so i want to get into utah but before that i want to know did you do anything cool when you came back back to New York 
at the end of your trip? I did a pretty cool thing. Uh, what I did was I rode the Metro one stop mm-hmm. because there was no passenger information. I was like, I should get off this and wait for the next train, which would probably have passenger information. So I rode the next train one stop. Mm. That one also did not have passenger information. So I rode it two stops backwards and just stayed in the airport all day. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was really rough because, like, I was relying on what I thought was a fairly sensible assumption that it would just tell me which stop I was at and I don't have to constantly stare out of the window. And I thought, you know what? I've got maybe four hours but maybe two of those hours might be taken by getting somewhere cool from the airport on the metro depending how far it takes i was like i i i I don't want to i don't massively want to leave this to chance so it was a it was a great day at new york jfk (laughs) yeah i mean that's the that's the bummer part is that jfk is just so far away from anything you would probably want to do yeah it's I was I was really regretting having booked the afternoon flight that day, but hey, sometimes that's how it crumbles. Uh, you got to have some New York pizza. Yes, I had some lovely New York pizza. I had multiple types because I ordered the wrong type the first time. Yeah, I you ordered the... like a Sicilian pie. Yeah, I panicked because I uh, none of them had labels on, and I could I didn't fully understand the ordering system, so I was just pointing at the square and going like this one, two, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I did I did get to have the uh, the slice of the real deal as well, oh. the, uh, the 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 proper New York crust. Yes, yeah, so a, a new lovely. a New York style. Well, so like they're both. Both, they're both popular and and in New York, but like the the Sicilian style is not what people think of when they think of New York pizza. Yeah, yeah. When I when I want to, I, w- I wanted to have the the mo- the New Yorkist mm-hmm. New York pizza. When I when I came home, people did ask, "Oh, did you have any of those dollar slices?" And I was like, "I didn't even know they were a thing." We walked past them, and I was like, "Are they any good?" And you're like, "Yeah, they're pretty good." Yeah. Um, but I, I'd already had so much pizza by that point. Yeah, we 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 had we sat. Had, we, the, one of the recommendations was um, from a now former co-worker in in the time since then uh we are oh, not former co-workers um uh she was like hey listen um you you know if you're gonna do that i like you can you could get pizza on the street or whatever but i would recommend getting sit-down pizza uh, it's not and, you know it was in kind of those situations where like it had it was a, it was a nice pizzeria but it was not like a full service pizzeria um yeah and so it was good and it was good and it was worthwhile i'm glad we went and did that um and then we had a bagel and you seemed yeah. way more impressed with the bagel oh i absolutely love the bagel yeah so i would say that the pizza was like on my pizza charts it was on the high end of of roughly what I had in mind is what pizzas taste like, you know? It was like, oh, yeah. this is a good-ass pizza. I've just walked into an almost random pizzeria in New York City, and I have got a lovely, lovely slice of New York pizza. Mm-hmm. That's great. But the bagel was something that we just... I think do appallingly badly mm-hmm. in the uk um which yeah like our bagels are you can buy like a pack of five from a supermarket or something and it's just it's basically just circle bread whereas like the, the saltiness the texture yeah. the flavor of the bagel the, the the cream cheese i was i was i was absolutely enamored with that bagel i thought it was fantastic that was the best thing that i probably ate uh on the entire trip was that one bagel and yeah because i didn't have so much or 
or or because my uh, quality barometer for the bagel was mm-hmm. set so low, mm-hmm. it meant that I was just like, man, what is this wiz- witchcraft? Yeah, uh, you knew what to expect for the pizza, and I said, yeah. like, it met your expectations of this is good pizza. Yeah. You had no, you you had no way to 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 eat, to even like accurately set your expectations. So it was like you went from having like no expectations to wow, this is really good. Yeah, and like I I I was I was chasing that dragon for the rest of my uh, voyage. Let let me tell you, like I was every uh, every hotel had this continental breakfast type thing where you yeah like, but oh, those okay. are just gonna get you like the most mass made b- uh, bagels possible yeah. it's not gonna have a, like it's not gonna be like a freshly made like baked their bagel and that's that's why I call it chasing the dragon yeah. because nothing nothing remotely matched that first New York bagel but it was like I would see the bagel and I was like well I've gotta have the bagel right yeah and like I got the the, the little packet of hotel cream cheese mm-hmm. And I spread it on, and I was like, "Yeah, this is all right." I'm yeah, it's fine. It's 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 not it's not bad. It's just not the same. Yeah, totally. So uh, yeah, bagel, massive, massive win. I will be I will be making uh, <laughs> I will be sending people on planes to the US. And uh, well, uh, also, it's one of those things that I, I, like it's a bit of it's like it, you have to get you have to get supplies, but like you can do it at home. It, like I think it involves you have to get some sort so, it, like a like a uh, <laughs> it's like a food grade lie and. You you boil it in like a in like a with a like a lye solution in like it's like water and lye and I think salt too, and you're boiling it and then rinsing it and then baking it. So you you could do it yourself. Oh, I I don't think I could because I am vegetable <laughs> in the kitchen. But I might I might see if I can hire someone to do that for me because I. <laughs> Oh, uh, sorry, the cat just jumped onto the keyboard. Uh, we're still recording? You can still yes, hear me? Yes, we're good. Uh, which cat? Oh, wow. is, is it Pepper Cat? Uh, no, it's Coffee Bean, the little shit. <laughs> Coffee Bean, get yeah, out from there. Was, yeah, <laughs> come on, my friend. Um, yeah, it was cool. Uh, I, I'm, I, I, you know, I've been to New York before, I've been to Manhattan before, but I certainly didn't have, like, a, like, I've never spent, like, a day just kicking around Manhattan. Yeah. It was always like, oh, you have this thing to do, and, like, you know, you can explore for... 45 minutes but not like like we just sat we went to town to times square and we just kicked it with all with all of the people in costume <laughs> yeah we were just chatting about like oh yeah how's work how's the house and like the statue of liberty was walking by yeah I'm like a literal transformer is walking by us yeah yeah that was i i i really enjoyed the whimsy of that although the contrast between the whimsy and but us just having quite a normal catch-up yes exactly exactly that it was and uh, uh, yeah, it was. It's a. It's a weird. It was a weird experience, but it was very cool, and I'm very glad we got to to meet up. Um, Possibly. What? Uh, we also. Oh, the other thing that we should probably touch on with that is uh, we went to the Central Park Zoo, and it was nice. Uh, when I I came back and I talked to Jared, and I was like, oh, you know, I went to the Central Park Zoo, and he's like, oh my god, you didn't pay them like a thousand dollars, did you? And I was like, no, it was like a twenty dollar ticket. It wasn't that big of a deal. He's like, oh, okay, that's fine. I, I, so I guess that means that at some point they were charging an exorbitant amount to get into that zoo but they charged a totally okay amount to get into that zoo when we were 
there. Yeah, yeah. It's not a it's not a huge zoo. It's there's it's like a good maybe an hour to walk around yeah. and really take in everything that's going on. But like, yeah, that was a lovely part of the afternoon. Yeah. It was I mean you paid for me, so I'm I'm very happy with the price. But yeah, no, it, it seemed like a very sensible ticket. Yeah, it was that we did not we did not we did not get like uh uh screwed out of money or anything. It was a, it was a very normal price to have a zoo. Like I would say that the so the the brand new wine zoo here in Delaware is probably about that size. Does not have that many animals, but it mm-hmm. also the the cost of admission is probably more like ten bucks. So right, right. Um, it was not it was not an it was not an exorbitant. And I guess I guess Jared was expecting it to be a much higher price than twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So what did you was I mean obviously you went to Utah to work and that part's boring. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Uh but what did you what, what were you able to do while you were in Utah? Yeah, it was a, it was a little bit of a it was a bit of a strange one in Utah because um like a lot of the things that I wanted to do well there was one thing that I was absolutely devastated that I didn't get to do which was I was staying in a hotel that is right adjacent to um, this park that apparently Jenny Nicholson recently did a uh, YouTube video on. Evermore. Called, I think Evermore Park. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was a j- across the road from it. And that if if that was open for even uh, for even one hour while I was there, I would have made the I would have made the journey because that sounded absolutely ludicrous. And I kind of wanted to just just absorb the dumpster fires warming rays. Um, but no, sadly, sadly, I didn't get to do that. I think that I think that would have been genuinely interesting and weird and quirky and fun, and I've, I've really enjoyed it. Especially um, in a post uh, Jenny Nicholson era, like yeah. once it has been like exposed on the internet as being this, you know, a a uh, a a an interesting place to exist. Um, I, I'm sure that there is there is some additional like, well, okay, we heard that, so we're going to change this. And like, I I hadn't, I still haven't watched the video. Like, like mm-hmm. I, I basically mentioned to Laura in passing, oh, I'm just staying over this hotel, and Laura, who uh, watches more three-hour-long videos than I do, uh-huh. was just like, oh my god, is that the park from that video? And it sounds ludicrous. And I was, I was really hoping that I, w- I would get a chance to go in, not knowing what to expect, and be like, man, this place is weird. Uh, but yeah, sadly, I didn't get that. But that's 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 just one of the things that I didn't do in Utah. Uh, <laughs> you also didn't did- become a Mormon. No, yeah, I, I resisted the powerful Mormon radiation. Did you um, see a temple no. though, like one of the big ones? No, I didn't get to see one of the big temples. I didn't get to spend any time in Salt Lake City at all. Um, which, yeah, I know. It's there's a decent chance that I will go back someday, um, and if so, I might change the schedule a little bit so that I get temp. Like so, yeah, I basically uh, arrived in Salt Lake City on uh, the Sunday evening at like 10 p.m. Salt Lake City time. Yeah, I then had to get to the hotel which was like some fucking twin peaks ass uh hotel just on the edge of uh salt lake city um which again for me like i i i, I touched upon this when when we were in new york like everything there's so much stuff that's americana that mm-hmm. i have only ever seen th- like i've seen a lot but i've only ever seen it through the lens of a tv so like a new uh, a twin peak style lodge or like the new york style everything yeah uh it's like it's 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 the strange situation of feeling like i've walked into a land that was 
that I knew intellectually was real, but that I so associate with fiction. Um, and so I was I was just thrilled to be doing that kind of thing. And like every like so, just getting the 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 town car or what's it called the um y- you know a little railway a tram. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the exact the tram. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, from there into uh, the to the edge of Salt Lake City, not really a hundred percent knowing where I was going, and it was a very the clientele on the tramway were a little bit unusual. It, it felt very much like just like, like walking into the bathhouse and spirited away and being like, "Oh, I've got no signal. I don't know where what's happening." Yeah, it's here. like you're in the you're in the the Truman Show, like everything yeah. is being scripted around you. It's it, it felt super weird, um, but from then on, because I basically didn't get in until like midnight. That was reaching the hotel room in Utah, and then I had to get up for work in the morning. Like I was absolutely zapped for the following for the monday evening uh, on the tuesday evening i was still reasonably zapped but one of my co-workers talked me into going to um a place called what is it called Cab- Caballeros, Caballeros. It's basically a uh, sports sweat like Cabela's. Cabela's, yes, yes, yes. We have Cabela's. It's an Asian white chain. Yeah. Oh, okay, oh so yes. you see all the stuffed animals and all the guns and yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking weird, weird as shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, like, so we have shops like Cabela's, but they basically just sell tents, thermal coats, uh-huh. and like y- you know umbrellas. Yeah, not what I would consider normal counting uh, camping stuff. And oh. then to walk in and it's like covered like shotguns. Yeah, with a mountain covered in all of the Utah creatures uh-huh. that local hunters had bagged. Uh-huh. It was like man, and <laughs> it's there was a really weird space where we, we walked. I think maybe my colleague was trying to save the uh, the gun show for the grand finale uh-huh. <laughs> uh, because like I reached the the massive wall of firearms um, I have not seen like more than I've not seen many firearms in one place at one time it was already like rather a lot but it goes in this like gradient so it starts with small guns like well no it started with I think um, like hunting guns that I vaguely like would expect to that are not massively weird to see in the UK like people do go on like pheasant hunting or stuff like that yes, it's, it's, like, then it it's went- like it's like single hunting hunt rifle or single shot rifles or or like a shotgun or something like that a, a yeah. big long gun that someone from like the 1940s might have yes but then it goes on this gradient to like oh and then there are the pistols and like okay uh-huh. i've only ever seen those attached to the holsters of um like <laughs> police officers in china but cool thumbs up i've seen them before not super weird and then it would go like great to a further gradation of like here eventually like reaching Here's an assault rifle that says the pulverizer on its uh, on it, on its handle. So to be like, fair, that that like that level is not available at like the Delaware Cabela's. Okay, the Delaware well, Cabela's is going to be pretty much exclusively um, the the like the hunting style where it is like uh, rifles and shotguns. Um, to the best of my knowledge, like the like it's not. So I've been to Cabela's a couple of times. Um, yeah, and it's not like. Like I w- was studying the guns, but I would be surprised if they had anything like semi-automatic, uh, uh, like like uh, quote unquote assault rifles or uh, pistols in Delaware. Yeah, no, there was some wackadoo shit in the Cabela's. It's Utah, so yeah, like 
I I can only assume that their that the mountain lions around Utah are wearing some pretty serious fire armor to necessitate that kind of weaponry. Um, yeah, AK, you need AKs to handle bears, right? Yeah, yeah. The, oh, here we go. Uh, there is a. Uh, it was in the. <laughs> it was in the buy, trail, buy, buy sell, and trade section. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a very long uh, weapon that was painted green and says "Let it rain" uh-huh. uh, next to the trigger, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm glad that you care about crop rotation." <laughs> um, USA, <laughs> baby. Yeah, and like, I wasn't sure what is the normal level of interest to be taking in these things as well i was like if i seem like i am oh rob they do not give a shit let me tell you how much they don't care right they could like you can look at those guns all fucking day and no one's going to be like what about that guy rob they would they it is not at all a problem like you you are seeing it from like where guns are illicit guns are not illicit here right yeah you're probably right i think i had both that and a vibe of like oh is this this guy making fun of our guns let's gun him like mm. i didn't know if that was gonna be the like did you hold on a second did you wear did you wear your hat your hat with the with the like the the animal ears on it in the ambiguous animal ears yes i did which okay well you like see you you are you you are uh, attracting um interest if you are si- you are visually signaling to them i'm not one of you yeah yeah and i felt like taking a video that was clearly sarcastic mm-hmm. of a large uh gun Mm-hmm. That says let it rain on it. I was like, man, they could they could just say that they mistook me for a bear. Um <laughs> <laughs> a very small bear. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. It went um were, how accurate was so I told I, I was trying to explain to you that like New York is like most East Coast, most cities in the Northeast, mm. um, except it's like more. It's the most of the East Coast city, all in one place. Um, and that cities in the middle of the country and then cities on the West Coast are different than that. Yeah. How did, did, is that, is that accurate in your, um, experience? Yeah, they felt like very, very, very different places. Yeah. It felt like, uh, yeah, I I certainly knew that I had taken the the big long flight halfway across the country. I was like, yeah, no, that 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 tracks with the with the distance that I've moved. Um, it's I. Uh, I guess I didn't really speak to that many New Yorkers while I was in New York. I was really struck by how much people in Utah were just like... Chit-chat? Yeah, like, it felt like I just had to include a noun in my sentence and they would go, oh, here's something vaguely relevant to that noun. And I'm like, oh, cool, we're just... We're just we're just riffing. This is this is very much a vibes based conversation. Cool. Yes. <laughs> like, so I would say that that is very much a like there are distinct cultural like uh, sections of the country, and mm. the further you get to like the northeast of the United States, um, when you're in a place like New York, um, it is very much a leave people the fuck alone. Um, like yeah. if you have something specific and relevant, then sure, that's fine. Uh, or like. It's not like you have to be rude, but it is like, do not, do not introduce a needless chit chat. Um, but if you go to, let's say the American South or small town Midwest or Utah, for example, um, there's going to be a lot more, a lot more small talk happening. Yeah. And like the type of small talk was subtly different in a way that I find so hard to explain. Like the best I can do is like, if I were having small talk with someone in the UK, it might be like 
raining oh. in it. Yeah, raining. In it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Let's get my bus there. <laughs> like it would then there'd be there'd be a, there'd be a follow. It'd be about something that maybe they're wearing or like. Oh, this bus is taking a long time. But like, I feel like if I had that same conversation in Utah and said, "Ah, oh, bus is taking a little while," they'd be like, "Yeah, my mom once drove a bus." And I'd be like, "Cool, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're just fucking going, are we?" Yeah, uh, life story, baby. Yeah, it, 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 it almost felt like just just people saying thoughts that were triggered by recent notes, <laughs> which I do, I do not mean as a criticism at all. It's just like one of those things where you're like oh this the, this the rhythm of like we're both speaking english but the rhythm of this is just slightly different to the way that i would have this conversation in a way that just just like slightly clicks in in, in a, you, you know you just you just notice and you, it's it's so hard because you can't quite put your finger on what's different that you just spend ages going now what, what was weird about that because i did mention the bus and their mum did drive a bus once so i guess that's a fine thing to say rob what if i told you that the distinction like the the cultural difference of keep to yourself don't hassle people and let's have a full-on fucking conversation was compressed into a single state and that state is Delaware <laughs> because like depending on where you are in Delaware you're getting a very northeastern like this is just part of like the boss wash like megaopolis um mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. or you are in fucking farmland um and there exists a a, a significant there exists a significant cultural difference depending on where you are and who you're talking to and so yeah. you can get that those two divergent experiences in one fucking state and it's teeny tiny man yeah i gotta i gotta go to me some delaware <laughs> Uh, get ready to be underwhelmed. Hey, um, I'm ready. <laughs> um, it, it, I um, did you get how much? How much mountain time did you get? I got a little bit of mountain time. Uh, I sent you a few little pictures in yeah. the Discord where, yeah, basically we got. So I had a meal in uh, the Sundance Lodge, which is like right up in the mountains, and that was that was absolutely lovely. We everyone in utah kept on apologizing for how snowy it was not apologizing apologizing but like oh man you've really come here at a at a rotten time of year and i was like no i I quite like the snow we don't get snow anywhere like this high like the snow was up to like it was taller than me it was it was at least like yeah if you're gonna get snow you might as well get like the full fucking experience right yeah yeah and it felt like the wintry ass no the most winter ass winter Mm -hmm. that i could have asked for and like going to this again quite twin peaksy lodge up in the mountains like very little signal allegedly i don't know i didn't have a signal anywhere um like full of pine trees like wood cabins roaring fire it's just like oh man this is this is really nice so i really liked that i I liked the I liked the uh getting to getting to at least get a tiny glimpse of it in the in like I was never going to go on like this massive mountain trail giving that like my only eat my only time in Utah was work and the evenings after work yeah two of which I was quite tired but I'm I'm very very glad that I got to do that oh yeah I mean like I definitely get that like you had a <laughs> A limited amount of time it would it would have been like i i if you get the opportunity to go back i can't i can't stress enough like getting to spend time in salt lake city is fucking cool yeah yeah no i i i fully agree i i think i would have 
I think on reflection, the itinerary that I chose was genuinely about the most sensible, give or take the uh, the New York, uh, my last day in New York, being a little <laughs> bit of a washout. But um, yeah, I'm, I, if, if, if I'm required to go back for work again another time, I'll probably see if we can straddle that over a weekend so that I do get some time to do some proper uh, relax exploring relax exploring yeah i mean that's one of the like i there have been a handful of when i was traveling for work there were a handful of times it was it, a lot of the time it was like on monday like fly across the country and then on friday fly back and that shit sucks um but at least you like you get to be back home um yeah. th- there have been some times and where it was like you f- you're flying out and it's like a two-week thing and so like you have a whole weekend where you're not working but you're in a different city and that yeah. stuff has been pretty that that's probably like where i had the most um interest in exploring because like i did some exploring after work but like i in the same way as you it's like well i worked in until five or six and then i needed to go eat and i had just worked today so i wanted to go back to my fucking hotel room and probably play video games yeah no totally it's i was like i really needed that evening to myself on the monday i was i was pooped and like that that leaves that leaves three evenings and i was still pooped on the tuesday and I, i went out and did something i'm glad that i did so i was less pooped than on the monday but yeah, it's it really was just the just a few just a few little evenings, and it it's like I was I was certainly ready to be back home. I think maybe that's just because I've been spending so much time in airports and yeah. <laughs> well, really just being away from your normal routine like makes you tired. Yeah, no, that's certainly true. Um, like it's good like, it's good this- to be able to go do stuff, but by the end of it, you I mean at least my experience is it's like all right, let's <laughs> I I need I need some time. To recharge yeah no I, I absolutely second that it's uh interestingly or maybe not interestingly uh laura's on a business trip uh this week so for the last three weeks or so we've had about one week together and it's been it's been long weeks it's been long ass weeks yeah yeah and it's also weird like seeing someone every day and then it's just like wow I, I don't know i don't remember the last day i saw you what was the day yeah, i saw yeah. you last no it's super odd yeah that that is and i'm sure the cats are all fucking pissed about it oh yeah Peppercat is sniffing the microphone as we speak. Uh, thanks, Peppercat. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it was. It's uh, cool. What was your what, what was your favorite thing you did in or, or you saw um, in in the US? Was it, was is it the bagel? Yes, the bagel. <laughs> No, I think I think the the genuine answer will be just absorbing the vibes. I said yep. to you at the time, I think I've got a vibes based tourist. It's like every that experience of being there and just soaking it in was absolutely lovely. Um, yep. the, like the, I'd say, the best location that I went to was the Sundance Lodge. Mm-hmm. Um, the best thing that I did was just having a nice day, hanging out with you, and eating that bagel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, that I mean that makes sense. You get you're, you're like getting to like hang out and have a good time with people you know. It's, it's good and like co- like listen co-workers are, are neat and all but there is like there is some inherent amount of like well this is my co-worker i can't go too yeah. crazy yeah 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 whereas we went pretty fucking yeah crazy. we went buck wild everybody yeah goes until stays until we had we had so many coke zeros oh Woo! man the, i had one more bit of food than i should have done <laughs> yeah yeah you had an extra slice of pizza yeah Woo. <laughs> really really wilding out yeah we were raising the roof (laughs) 
while you were uh, while you were traveling, you yes. you played a game, and I'm somewhat surprised that you decided to play the game. But that that game <laughs> is is Fire Emblem Engage. Yes, uh, the game about engagement rings that you do not marry with. You just make a man who is a ghost appear. It is Sometimes funny. I never I never put the ring and engagement together before. Yeah, I assume that I assume they were going for it as a pun, but it feels like it was a very it was a very subtle pun that they didn't draw much attention to, and they probably could have uh, could have lent into it a little more. Yeah, so I I I don't know what it is, but um, I feel like that game trailed incredibly, incredibly poorly um, when they were revealing it. And I was like, this looks like a weird mobile game where you're like, because they did do that mobile game where there was a gacha system. Yeah, gotcha and you get, yeah. yeah, and you're getting characters from previous games. And everything they showed looked a little bit like that. And like the title and even the font of the title made it look like, oh, this isn't very, they're not really playing up the fire embleminess of it. They're just going, oh, uh, loose Cena's in it, and I'm like, cool, I don't care. None of these people have much of a character. Yep. <laughs> Carry on. Um, but I think it at the time that it landed, um, I think maybe me and Laura must have both seen a review around the same time of people who were quite hot on it and who were describing it as less story-driven and more like Fire Emblem and Awakening. And I was like, you know what? I didn't like... I like stories in games. You know this. I've never really gone to Fire Emblem for the story. I genuinely believe people when they say that Fire Emblem Three Houses is like the best one. It's got a really good story compared to a Fire Emblem game. But because I'm mapping it on the Fire Emblem game, I'm going, oh, do I want to do the, what is essentially a cool little board game with masses of plot in between, or just a little bit of plot in between, and I was like just a little bit of plot in between for me is absolutely perfect um, and yeah, I was conscious that I had flight going, I thought, that's the kind of thing that uh, I could happily play on a plane and can confirm, it's exactly the kind of thing that I could happily play on a plane yeah, it seems, it seems good um, what I will say about it is that since I have come home uh, Laura has started playing uh, it on my Switch, and I was very much playing like I was I was tired I was jet lagged I was skipping through half of the tutorials and going yeah 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 you can make a you can make a ring or something fine whatever just just let me go into the there's grid there's so many tutorials it is yeah there's so too many too many and I was just like I can't be bothered with any of this shit sword's better than axe axe better than lance let me add them uh, but since uh, Laura is very meticulously taking care of all of that administration really gone oh so i can forge the emblem ring i still don't fully know what that is um and like she's using all of these systems and i'm watching her playing and then i'm loading up my account where it's just like oh these people aren't even trying these soldiers don't give a shit and it's like it's one of those weird things where i boot it up and i'm like oh god i feel like i'm playing the game wrong i feel like i've made some big mistakes that are baked in now um so i've not played it a huge amount since i got back but i've certainly I've put like uh, in the double digits of hours into it, and it's it's a good it's a good Fire Emblem game. Those people who said that it was like Fire Emblem Awakening were right, and I wanted something like Fire Emblem Awakening. Yeah, so I probably put I probably put like five, unfortunately every fucking game had to come out all at the same time. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've put about five hours into it, and um, the part where you are doing the fighting I think is good, and it is like what you want out of a Fire Emblem. So I don't really have too much. 
um, like criticism on that. And like the more I do that, the more I am enjoying it. But oh my God is like the setting couldn't be more boring. It's so boring. I am, I am, it's so dry. The care, the writing is so dry. I don't give a shit about any of those characters. No, I do. I do agree. There is, there is, it is fucking paper thin. And that's, see, this is the thing that I think you might miss a little bit is that like you'd say, oh, well, I wouldn't want more of this story. So I wouldn't like three houses but it's like but three houses does that and it's like oh this is engaging and i like i care about these characters because it's good uh, it's written confidently and not like some generic horseshit from the 1990s yeah no you 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 probably are right there i have reached like i think since we chatted about it in new york uh-huh. um i have got to some of the uh i don't remember what you call them the bond scenes where you like build up your uh, relationship with characters and you go yeah. from cb And like those are properly, um, what's the word for it? I would describe them as uh, gammy shit. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. Whereas, like, I can still think about like some of those characters from from Fire Emblem. Like, uh, you know, it's been a long time since I played those, so like some some of it has has faded. But like, there are there are like arcs, like character arcs in that game that I'm like, that was fucking good. That was fucking good as shit. Mm. Um, and like just straight up like good, good, not like. Like, well, if you're judging it by, like, anime video game standards, <laughs> um, yeah. it's just good. And this is not that. This is, like, well, uh, because he, also it's, like, the it's important to remember that, like, the, the development of, of Three Houses was not an internal thing. Like, it was primarily by Koei Tecmo. And then, like, mm. you know, like, the intelligent design people were around. They were doing stuff, but they were not leading dev. This is all intelligent design. This is classic Fire Emblem shit. And they're just not competent at, at like, engaging storytelling and character writing. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's that's almost certainly fair. I think, I think I've got two contradictory ideas in my mind, which are, A, I'm sure that Fire Emblem Three Houses genuinely is as good as people say, and B, I don't trust Fire Emblem to do a good story that I will care about. And Nor should you. If this you is your what? exposure, you should not oh, expect yeah. it to be good. There's no reason why no, you that's should. that's true. But, yeah, like... I, at the moment, I've got both of those as probably true in my head, and I should probably go. Yeah, let's let's. Maybe, maybe if, if people do say Fire Emblem Three Houses is good, maybe that would be <laughs> that would be more enjoyable. But again, I, I I came here to move man's around on a grid, and that's what I'm getting. And I mean, this I'm, is the argument I have. Oh, not argument. This is the discussion I have with Jared. Is that like he's like, and this is why um, Advance Wars is the better series, or, like the better tactic series from mm. Intelligent Designs. It's like if you just want like the grid based things, then yeah, sure. Like that's more of that and less of the like you know smooching or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but it's like when the the smooching's good, it's it fu- it's fucking sick, and like it's it it is in the same way as like a um like Thirteen Sentinels, where it's like there's basically like two games here. It's like there here's the part where you're walking around and you're like talking to people and you're building up relationships with people, and then you're going and doing a like a tactical fight. It's like it's it's it is there there are two games that are like strapped together, whereas like in a like an Advanced Wars or whatever, you're it's not that there's no story, but you know you're most focused on the combat the one part of it whereas with like fire emblem three houses there is like the full two set like two games that have been duct taped together
together. Yeah, I, I, I will say on that note, I don't feel that I have enjoyed any tactics game quite as much as I enjoyed War Groove. I would say is like which is which is more in the advanced wars. Uh, like there's there's just enough plot and character to keep it hanging together, and that I was like, oh, I like hanging around with these people. Um, which ironically but, looks like a mobile game. Yeah, it does, but it lo- I, th- I think the pixel art's really pretty on War Groove. Yeah. To be, to be fair, I'm mostly judging it on like the um, like the, the hero art. Okay, yes, yes like yes, the yes, way yes. it is like marketed, and not less so like uh, like gameplay footage. And you look yeah. at it like you go to like their webs because when you whenever when we were talking about it, I went to go and look it up, and it's like, ugh, <laughs> oh, I hate the way this looks. <laughs> this looks like they're trying to steal money from me in the app store. Yeah, I mean that's a good that's a good instinct to have. That's that's a, that's a, that's five hundred generations of uh, evolution of training you to be skeptical um it's like oh they they paid someone on fiverr to make this art rank yeah <laughs> um yeah so yeah it, it um it i I'm, I'm not saying that it's like a bad game and i'm not i, I certainly didn't have not had a bad time but like when i played when i started playing um three houses i was like holy shit this is game of the year content like it it was i think it was my number two game of that year it i was really really fucking shit hot on that game uh and then i play i've played five hours of this and i'm like this seems okay yeah like i would say that i wasn't i was at no stage going into fire emblem engage thinking this is going to be a 10 out of 10 game of the year yeah, like it's 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 not. I was quite clear-headed about you know what this is probably a seven seven point five out of ten game mm-hmm. that I have got just the right slot. Like I've got the perfect need for right yeah. now. Um, oh so, yeah. yeah, something like that to to kill like a fucking six hour flight. Absolutely perfect. Yeah. So it's yeah. It was just it was it was the. the the perfect 7.5 or so out of 10 game for the job i thought and uh yeah i'm, I'm pleased with it like when i i think about i think about when i was doing like coast to coast flights regularly i mm. had it was like the first gen ipad i had and i played through the entire campaign of the first plants versus zombies on on, oh, on a uh like a coast to coast flight and it was awesome like yeah. i spent that it was you know it's it's not it's basically like time traveling where it's like oh shit i just played that whole game and now i'm here oh absolutely love that yeah that's so so good and like a seven to be clear that's not me slagging it off 7.5 out of 10 is good that's the that's a big old thumbs up from me it's just like yeah, yeah some games you're not you're not you're not expecting to be the uh the game of the year top top five yeah that's cool yeah. Um, I will say there is an early goatee contender for me that I have put a ton of time into. Yes. And that is Season, A Letter to the Future. Um, that it is out on PlayStation, <laughs> is on PlayStation and PC. I'm trying to remember if it is a PS5 only or if there is a, a um, a PS4 version as well. Let's see. Season, a letter to the, to, not the two, to the future. And I'll look that up. Um, it is a game that is weirdly, like, pre, pre-apocalypse. <laughs> uh, it's like, hey, so a season is thought of as like uh in the game is conceptualized like an era and it's like there there has been like a a your like your best friend there is a, a a premonition that like the era is going to change which is not necessarily going to say that like everyone's going to die or anything like that it's not it's not like an apocalypse apocalypse but like there is going to be a big change and so as such like in your village nobody has left basically nobody has left your village in your lifetime um which is not to say that nobody has ever left but it's like 
like it's been a long time since somebody has left and you are leaving to then to like take to go and like study and absorb information and then leave your like notebook your like scrapbook of all of your information um at like a a some some sort of temple that will like preserve that information across seasons uh, and then you're just going out and exploring the world. And it, the best way for me to explain this is it is like everybody's gone to the rapture, except the people haven't left. yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like nobody has been raptured. Like, so like you're around and you're exploring a lot of like relatively empty spaces, except people still exist. Like, it's not like you're running into people every which way, but like where you're going, you're going to run into people and like broadcasts still exist. Like you're, you're, you're not in a world that is, that is without people or even a place that is entirely without people. But you are in a place where there is a large amount of emptiness that you get to explore a place. And it is um, absolutely fucking joyous. It is like every single thing about it is I... I, I um, You bicycle around. One of like the ways to speed up your, your travel is you have a bicycle and it really cleverly uses the the triggers in the DualSense 5. And obviously, if you don't... You're, so it is on PS4 and it is on Windows. Uh, if you're not using a DualShock, like obviously you don't have that but like to, the way you get started is like you're like pumping the left and right trigger and it has like mm. the the feed the you know the force feedback and the triggers um like the dynamic resistance and it just feels fucking cool it looks beautiful it is like a gorgeous gorgeous game um and i i i have not finished it yet but i i am i don't know four or five hours in something like that i'm, I'm pretty far in and uh i i just cannot say enough um good things about season a letter to the future it does have big grant energy it is it is such a fucking grant game it is the most a grant game uh it's like what if you were by yourself and you were like thinking about like what it means to like be a person and to have a community and what is the future and what is our past um it is the most navel gazy uh, that's not fair. That's not fair. There is some navel gazing in it, but I don't think that it is, it is not grim, which is awesome because so many fucking things are very grim. It's not grim. Um, there are like, like the world is not perfect and like there is definitely people not <laughs> having a great time, but it is not a, it is not a game about like the world is going to fucking end and everything sucks. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. it is like things are going to change and not all of that change will be good, but like here's what we can do in the moment. And you're like, you're you're, 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 the way you're capturing so much of this is you're taking pictures uh, using like a basically like a Polaroid and you're recording sounds as well. So like when there's something specific um, in the environment that is making a noise, you, you capture that sound as well. And then you add all that to like your 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 scrapbook and um it's uh, it is all it's all the way it's all the way a, a Grant game, but I do I do think it has appeal other than to, to just people who love walking sims or whatever, um, because it's it is like to some extent like an open world adventure, um, and I do think that there's. There are things that people would like and, and like being in a space. And that's a thing that you seem to like a lot. Yeah, very much so. Um, and like absorbing that. I, I think that, that it, it has, it has a wide appeal. And I, I, um, it is, it is a, it is at a, you know, I, it came out in, in the end of January and we already have like a, an early contender for like, this is, if this is not on my top 10 list, we're going to have some of the best games that have ever existed. <laughs> yeah. I can already imagine like us doing the game of the year list next year and you being like rob can you guess my number one and this will be the thing that i am struggling to remember the name of and be like oh 
I'm sure there's there's definitely something. Yeah, it's like summer or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> summer, a postcard to the present. That's um, it. Yeah, it's 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 really fucking cool, and I would just encourage people to to give it a go. Um, there is there is a demo on PlayStation. I don't know if there is a demo on Windows. But if you do, if there if there is a, a demo available, you should play the demo, and that will give you a good idea on whether or not you like it. So, but um, very happy with it. Very, very, very happy with season. Um, have you played anything else, or just uh, just <laughs> play playing sitting on a flight for six hours? Yeah, that's the only that's the only video game that I've been playing as late. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I've um I've been playing Forspoken to some extent, uh, mm-hmm. which I don't think you and I have talked about. No, I don't think we have. It uh, it's a game. It's so it's the it's the game from Square Enix. Is from the people who uh made who like a good portion of the team who made Final Fantasy 15, who are not making Final Fantasy 16. Um, and it is a game. It's an open world parkour game, and I think so much of that is really cool. And I like the way it feels. And to to, to mostly, I like the way it looks. Um, it is, it is one of the worst, um, like, first impressions of video games. Uh, it, 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 there is a, you start in, like, the real world, and then you transition to, like, this, this fantasy world. Um, and the whole, like, like, hour sequence where you're in, like, the real world in New York, it is hackneyed and, um, poorly written, and I, I, I just dislike all of the, the, the tropiness about it. It's very hard to like that. Um, and then once you're, once you have made the transition into the new world, you know, you're like stranger in a strange land. Um, they, it makes you wait, uh, like, a, like, a, like a couple hours before you're really up to, like, now you can run around and do stuff in the open world and it's like you made this cool game but you made it such a fucking hassle to get through to get to the part that i think is pretty cool yeah no it's uh, it sounds rough yeah it just seems like like i, I you know the the writing team has some pretty good writers on it like it has gary witta it has uh hennig uh and and like those people have historically done pretty good things and it just makes you think that like there's some suit somewhere that it's like no this game has to be this way um mm. because it's like uh it just it just really really kills a lot of the momentum um uh, it makes it really difficult to do but i will say i'm i'm more i'm having a good time and the more i play it the more i'm having a good time um so i am not i am not a, i am not a forespoken hater I do I do think that it is enjoyable but if you if you are going to play it know that it you have to get through some fucking bullshit in the opening mm-hmm. hours to get to the part that's good um is 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 a I guess what what I would say about where that is um what about uh what about that that um Nintendo uh yes. did you watch did you watch the direct I did indeed is there anything uh so whatever they showed uh <laughs> they showed the Zelda but it was the weirdest fucking trailer yeah, super weird. It was a weird direct in general, I thought. Pretty good, but weird. Very weird. Um, yeah, so I've noted down, I've got I've got little notes on my phone. I've written Pikmin 4, cute dog. Yeah. Uh, you you messaged me going, ah, Ghost Trick's on the... Uh, yeah, I was immediately like, Switch. okay, this is a Rob Webster joint. Yeah, no, absolutely thrilled about that. I don't, I, I think it might have been in my games of the generation for whatever, whatever heckin' generation. Probably, I would imagine, like, that was one of those games that's like, 
like, yo, this is this is one of those games you should play. And yeah. it was exceedingly difficult because it was like, it's kind of on the App Store, but then like things got taken down and it's like not compatible with all devices. It's fucked up. Yeah, and it's one of those weird old games that I've played probably, it's probably about 10 years ago now since I played it. Yeah. And I don't have that much of a memory of it. And it's not one that comes up and off uh, often enough that I think about it that much these days. It's one of those things that quietly like left a a, <laughs> a small but deep impression and you just like kind Cabela's. of could, yeah 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 <laughs> it's the Cabela's like, video games yes <laughs> cool uh, yeah so like seeing it and seeing footage of Ghost Trick probably for not the first time since I played it but it's certainly not something that's been a long time off. yeah it was just like oh oh man I remember you oh you're you're really good I've got to like there's there's zero doubt that I am that I am buying that again and I'm probably going to sit Laura down and make Laura play it. Uh and if Laura does not finish it, then I will gladly finish it. Yeah. Another half. I um yeah, I, I, I want to play it. Like it's one of those games where it's like this I'm going to put this on a list. Will I get to this list this year? I do not know. But yeah. um your your recommendation is so high. It is it is one of those games that like now that it is easily available, it's like, well, yes, this is absolutely on the list of things that I would like to get to i will say uh who knows whether rob of uh 2023 recommends it there's every chance that i'll go back to it and go man my tastes sure have changed since this but yeah no i, I really i really really love that game i yeah. keep thinking about the ending probably not like i so like I, there I, there absolutely are things that might my, my that changed from 10 years ago that's absolutely yes. the case but i i don't think that if there was a game that i was having a good time with that i would play it now and i would be like this is fucking bullshit shit there would be like oh this isn't as good as it was at the time it had these things and there's like caveats but i i i would be very shocked if you played it and you weren't like yeah that's a good time like maybe it isn't as as like innovative as as it is in your head but like i'm sure if you if you liked it that much then you'll probably get stuff out of it now yeah i guess maybe i've got a question about whether you would enjoy it as much coming to it fresh now like i think yeah if nothing else i'd go wow that's that's like this is as i remember and as i said i was looking at footage of it and going oh man yeah that really (laughs) i really really liked that um but like in the same way that i wouldn't necessarily if i made a new friend today i wouldn't necessarily go hey you should go out and play mass effect one um which i would probably have said about 10 10 years ago like it's it's, it's hard to know you know maybe maybe yeah it's so it's so tough like i think about kotor and i'm like Mm -hmm. i can still play kotor and i think it's fucking awesome but i definitely understand that like it's probably a lot harder for people to play now like people to pick up now I, I, I get it I understand that user interface and gameplay has moved far 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 past it but it's like when there are things like there are things in there that are just like this is as there are aspects of kotor that are as good as any game now yeah um so yeah I, it is um it <sighs> I, I, is there is there a game that you think that you really liked that you just straight up don't like now? Is there anything you can think of on that end? Oh, oh, that's such a good question. Um, I absolutely bet there is. I think I think I would struggle to enjoy even f- even fifteen minutes playing a game like let's say. 
uh, theme park or something these days. I know that's a very, very old game, but like I the, think the I classic would like Sims. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd I think I'd struggle. I, I think to me the thing is immediately like it's Bioshock, and I mean it like Bioshock mm. Infinite, obviously, but like even original Bioshock, like it it felt it felt more important at the time than I think it has aged as being. Like right, yes. Um, e- even the one that even the ones that people have like have even more fun. <laughs> like people are definitely have been more mixed on Bioshock Infinite, but I mean even even just like down at the bottom of the seat, Bioshock. Um, I think that there is, and like Ken Levine has definitely. There's been like a reappraisal of, mm-hmm. of him, and like at the time, I I never thought that like the gameplay, like the like the combat was good. Like I wasn't, mm-hmm. I was never like I'm having such a good time doing this combat. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like this is the combat you do to get to the the story. Um, and I think that like the combat has probably aged even worse. So like it's probably even less playable now. Um, yeah. and I think that like some of the the takes that felt hot at the time are going to feel very lukewarm. <laughs> like, yes, did you know that uh, rich libertarian assholes are bad? Like, yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I did know that. Thanks for the reminder. Um, I did. I did. In fact, did you know that unchecked jingoism is bad? I did. In mm. fact, know that. Unfortunately for you, Ken. Um, I like, but like, I I don't want to deny that. Like, I had a good time with those games, and like there were aspects of those games that were really meaningful to me but definitely i have no interest in going back and playing any of those bioshock games Mm-mm-mm. yeah no i think that sounds that sounds very prudent um yeah yeah um have you uh have you watched anything um oh i've still got some more notes on the nintendo Direct. oh okay go to. go through those uh i was uh, i mean the one thing that was really my takeaway from it was uh, professor layton's coming back yeah and we don't really know much about what that means yeah we know almost nothing like, like that was if, if if you go through my text to laura from that evening that will be the thing where i probably write the word fuck most and like most exclamation marks i think everything else like there's a weird splatoon thing where it was like oh you can buy a new lobby and i'm like cool why uh yeah it just said like latent from the back and i was just like fuck um yeah it's i i I genuinely didn't realize that that studio still existed and i think the trailer before it had like level it was like called fantasy life the girl who stole the time or something like that yeah and it had like level five logo in the corner was like oh i thought like level five uh i thought level five stopped i thought they uh i thought they went under or something and then it cut to like uh, this this very latent cityscape and i was like surely not uh that was yeah i was i was i was very pleased by that i i understand the um i understand the original uh puzzle writer from the original games died some years ago and i think there was a game released under the lady Layton um mm. brand that was considered to be like it was the first thing released after he died and it was considered not as good um so yeah cautiously i'm just I'm like it's puzzles how, how how wrong can they get it you know yeah i mean there's gonna be matchsticks right yeah 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 <laughs> There's, there's got to be so many matchsticks. Um, I, I mean, I think that game. The way I the way I think about Layton is like it is such a product of its time. Like mm. if the DS and like Wii and that's and like that era weren't happening, it wouldn't. Layton doesn't make sense. Yeah, and like the kind of the kinds of games that were being made, and weirdly, 
one of the things that I like the most about Leighton has nothing to do with Leighton. It's like, it is, it is like from an inspiration of Leighton. And that is the Puzzle Agent series that is from, that is like a, a combo of the person behind the Grickle, uh, uh, comic and Telltale. And they were very much like, we're going to tell a spooky, like Minnesota story in, uh, with like a Professor Leighton puzzle layer on top of it. And I have really, really strong positive memories of, of Puzzle Agent, which is just like, we want to tell a story with latent mechanics. I'm sure I must have done it at some point, but I don't feel like I've heard of Puzzle Agent. That name just hasn't sunk in. And also, like, who even the fuck knows if you could buy it at this point because it was Telltale and, like, I mean, yeah. the new, the, like, the reanimated corpse of Telltale, like, has some of the things, but other properties have returned to different things. And right. like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Know if 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 you can even buy Puzzle Agent, but uh, it's cool. It's cool. It's not perfect or anything. Like I also wouldn't say that those latent games are perfect, but it's like a cool. It's a cool artifact of a time and place. Yeah, totally. Um, and also, I, like I, it is one of the. It is one of those those franchises that you can like. I immediately see like the little man in the little hat. It's like you say you say Professor Layton, and it just like flashes in front of my mind with like incredible detail. Oh, he's he's a good man in a hat. I yeah. like him a lot. Um, and he, oh, uh, the. <laughs> The Splatoon DLC stuff was weird because it was like, remember the those old games you could play in, in like you can hang out there, and it's like okay, that's cool. And then it's like the second DLC is two thousand one Space Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, it's it is it's super weird. Like they were given, I would say, equal billing given like they're 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 good. Well, one of them's coming quite soon and one of them's undated, but they were given reasonably like this is wave one, this is wave two. Um, and yeah, like I don't I don't really even understand who wave one is for because like the people who will have any memories of uh, Incopolis at all will be people who were Wii U owners. Um, it and, me, Rob. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not going to buy the fucking DLC pack. <laughs> like, oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the problem. It's like, there is some appeal to me of being like, yeah, I remember Splatoon. I had a good time, but I'm not going to buy the game and then buy the DLC pack. I, 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 I just can't imagine anyone who has stuck with the Splatoon series since the Wii U. And that's somebody's already going to be a small percentage of the Splatoon people because most people didn't have a fucking Wii U. Um, but who were like, I really like Splatoon 3. I just wish it looked exactly like the Wii U game and with no extra functionality. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who that, who that transaction makes sense for because you'd think if anyone, it'd be me and it fucking isn't. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird because, like, I do feel some draw. Not enough to, like, buy the game and the DLC draw, but, like, seeing it, I was like, oh, I did have a good time on the Wii U. I did have a good time. That is good. I'm not going to pay you more money, but that is, it does remind me of a good time. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I am, I, it is so weird because I feel like I was a relatively, like, early proponent of DLC and, like, Hey, here's this option to like keep things going and keep people engaged with these properties, even though it takes a long time to make games. And now I am just like, with very few exceptions, they're just like DLC is fucking bullshit because like that's kind of like what has made sense financially for these companies is to like make horseshit and sell it to people and not like we're gonna make this like well crafted lengthy experience and charge people for it. It just like it like it doesn't make sense for them on like the financial side or whatever. It doesn't make sense for capital 
capitalism on the financial side. Um, yeah. And it's just like, oh, okay, cool. I now know if it is... Like, they showed DLC for Fire Emblem, and they're like, you can get more Ghost Boys. And I'm like, who fucking cares? I, oh my god, could I care less about this bullshit? <sighs> yeah, totally. No, it's very, very strange. Um, because, yeah, I think I'm in the exact same place where, like, I, I like I like the idea of expanding a game quite a lot. Um, but, yeah, it certainly wasn't a good, wasn't an amazing showcase of DLC of the Nintendo Direct the other night. Uh, what I what I did appreciate was the, uh, the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance emulators uh, being added to Nintendo Switch Online, which, honestly, those are the consoles from uh, from Nintendo's back catalogue that I actually do have nostalgia for, and those are the ones that I that I actually probably am going to boot up Super Mario Land to at some point and go, man, I played a lot of this. I would like. I imagine I probably still have the muscle memory to navigate through all the levels uh, like it's nothing. That's, that, that, that's super cool. Yeah, I mean, it is cool. It's cool that like it exists. To some extent, it's like, how did it take this long to fucking put an emulator and play some fucking games that you own, Nintendo? Oh, like, totally. What if we? Do, what if we? And also, the Game Boy Advance is like, you need to not just pay us. You need to pay us extra. For, whoa, whoa, whoa! You want to play a Game Boy Advance? It has Advance right in the name. Yeah, that's gonna be some <laughs> extra money, motherfucker. Oh, Big Spender wants to play his Pokemon games on the Game Boy Advance. Fuck That's off. A- like, oh, cool. What if I stole those ROMs? Yeah. <laughs> Which is what they're competing against and, like, doing a bad job about. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Like, it's absolutely cool. Like, I, I'm not trying to undermine that, like, yeah, it's cool. Like, being able to play those games on your Switch is fucking cool. I wish that Nintendo had, like, a better strategy around that. Yeah. Like, at this stage, if they are uh, truly committed to the idea that your Nintendo account will remain your Nintendo account for the rest of time, I think they should just go, you know what? You only have to buy these games one more time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. It's like because they, you like, you can't trust them to sell you the thing. Yeah. Because like they've repeatedly fucked you over. (laughs) Like Nintendo will not, will not honor your purchase. Period. Yeah. Like it's wild that like Sony has a much better like track record of like honoring your fucking purchase. Um, than Nintendo where Nintendo's like, no, shit. (laughs) Buy Super Mario Brothers again. (laughs) Um, uh, bizarre. Like, and, and which, which is, which is so weird because they spend so much effort trying to like make premium products that respect the user in so many ways and then just fucking nickel and dime people over like a Game Boy game. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, weird. It's like Nintendo is a frustrating company to to have some affection for. Yes. Yes, very frustrating. But they are giving their employees a raise apparently. So, yes. you know what? Good. It's, be- it's better than not doing that. I will give them that. Yeah. I-, I do think it is, like, some context of, like, I think that there is a, a like, an advisement, if not a, if not a mandate, an advisement from, like, the, the Japanese government to be like, you- people need to fucking, hey, you gotta pay your fucking people more. Um, and, like, so, like, in, in that, like, I want to say it's, like, Capcom and some other places have also done a similar raise in it, which is not to, which is not to say that Nintendo, like, 
giving like everybody in their company 10% more is bad. It's not bad. It's good. In fact, um, especially like in a, t- in a time where we see just like, it's been brutal. This like 2023 has yeah, been yeah. fucking brutal with, with layoffs. Um, has just, it's just been terrible. So like seeing not only are they not laying people off, they're giving people more money is good. And like hands down, but it is not that in a vacuum. They're not doing it in a vacuum. There is, there is other context to it. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's very much, I've, I've only been very, uh, tundra- consumer of this particular story yeah and i've just seen all of the dreadful layoffs and then oh nintendo are giving a brace despite yeah it's good like like i i am not at all not at all trying to undermine just there's there's all there's additional stuff happening <laughs> yes um, yes yes no that's absolutely good, fair to point out good 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 don't fire people and again give them more money good across yes. the board Indeed, um, hire people yes please do that um please um yeah um and I'm trying to think about, uh, Baton Kaitos, which is weirdly, weirdly might be the, the point where I can pinpoint my dislike of card games. Oh man, man. Yes. I, 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 I remember that when you talk about, yes. Um, I remember, oh my God. Here's a, here's like a, I don't know. It's not very much of a story, but it is a story. It, <laughs> I, I was routinely chatting on AOL Instant Messenger with a person that I had met on the game FAQs message boards. And this is the most fucking like 1990s, early 2000s story fucking imaginable. <laughs> um, and he was like, Hey man, have you tried Baton Kaitos? And I was like, No. Um, cause he's like, he's like, you like RPGs, right? I'm like, yeah, I like RPGs. And he's like, you should play it. It's great. And this was when you could, when one video stores still existed, like video rental stores still existed. And in those stores, there were physical <laughs> video games that you could rent for money. And I wasted a rent on that Kaitos and I played oh, it I was like this fucking sucks I hate this and um, it has stuck with me ever since that I had such a bad time with Baton Kaitos oh well I'm, I'm genuinely sorry for your loss <laughs> that does sound like a, an incredibly early aughts experience <laughs> yeah hey everybody remember video rental stores blockbuster everybody <laughs> And it, it is, oh my god, you want to hear something even more, uh, old and elderly. Uh, oh, go on. the place, the place where the shopping center in which my wife's pharmacy is, is the place that I would go with my cousin and rent Nintendo Entertainment System cartridges Ooh. in the, the mid nineties, early Ooh. to mid nineties. Absolutely love that. Um, yeah, I mean, like, obviously that doesn't exist anymore, and it, but I think it's like a, I don't know. Like, I, I, I was about to say it might be a payday loan place. Do your payday loan <laughs> scammers exist in the UK or do you, you civilized oh, enough yeah. to not allow those fuckers? Oh, no, no, no. We're not civilized. We just talk like this. <laughs> Well, they're allowed to be. It might be that, or it might be like an auto repair place. One of the, one of the other. Uh, but it's certainly not a blockbuster. Um, any other cool things from Nintendo? There were like two Japanese ass Nintendo, uh, Japanese ass Nintendo games, Japanese ass detective games that both looked like they could have kind of been my jam. Um, and I'm not talking about Ghost Trick and, uh, Professor Layton. Man, yeah, there, there was one that was like that. just, they didn't translate the trailer at all. It was just all in Japanese. 
is. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that looked kind of cool. And there was one where, uh, and it might be the same one, I might have just got them both confused. They were very similar. Uh, but like there was one where everyone had a different psychic power of some variety. And mm. I think there was, I think that was a different one to the one where the protagonist is assisting a demon. Yeah, because there's like a like Decca police or whatever. Yes, that's it. Decca police was one of them and Rain City was the other one. Yeah. And they both looked mildly like if they, well, they looked like if they got good reviews, I would check them out. But otherwise probably won't bother. Oh, Metroid Prime. Oh, yeah. Metroid Prime. That would be a lot more meaningful had I not played the whole trilogy semi-recently. Um, but I, yeah, I, 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 I just kind of like to put that in front of Laura as well. Um, Laura will be playing all of the games that I played <laughs> in the 2000s and early 2010s. No further questions. Yes. Um, and so what is cool is that, so like it has like, here's the old timey GameCube controls. Here is like a more modern uh, first person shooter controls and it has the motion controls from the Wii. Yeah, no, I, like, I absolutely love those motion controls from the Wii as well. And I did not like the uh, GameCube controls to us I'm, I'm i'm very pleased that they're continuing to continuing to make that a thing so yeah giving people giving people options is good it, so I've, <laughs> I've, I've i will give this a caveat giving people options on how to like control their video game is good with the asterisk of and i think i, I might have talked about this with jared at some point on the podcast but mlb the baseball game it was on game pass and so i tried it at some point and basically every single mechanic of the game, they're like, hey, we have made, if you want, like, here's the pitching of the ball. Here's the hitting of the ball with a bat. And, like, each mechanic that exists in baseball, they have built, like, different ways to do it. Like, this is, like, you use the left stick. This one is, you hit it with the trigger or whatever. And they've just built, like, four different baseball games. And they're like, pick the one, pick the kind of baseball game you want. <laughs> and it's like, couldn't you, like, make a game and tell me how to play the baseball video game they're like no we made a bunch do you, you do it you figure it out <laughs> which so i would say hey maybe pick a direction but then yeah. give people options within that direction <laughs> yeah 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 no that's a that's, that's good advice to to pull out that people and i think that i think that was all of like the the stuff that was worth talking about there was there was a there was a there was a pretty packed 40 minutes yeah no it, it was genuinely re- reasonably good reasonably uh, good one weird but good yeah uh, i watched everything everywhere all at once oh nice i liked it I think that, like, the fact that people kept referencing The Matrix mm. maybe gave me slight, slightly higher expectations than the reality of it. But right. that is not that is not to say that I did not have a, a wonderful time. It was a, a very enjoyable movie. It was much more heartfelt than I expected. Mm. Um, and Rakakuni is just straight up <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I'd forgotten Rakakuni. Excellent. Absolutely pleased with that. Yeah, it's, um, like, did you, I, I presume you can at least see why people oh yeah that. absolutely like there is there is i mean one it's like it's it's like a it's like a it's very much inspired by the kung fu movies so yeah, yeah. it has it is like shared in that same way and yes of course so like there are aspects of like you're living in multiple like entities like multiple realities at the same time and uh, yes of course so there, there, yeah. there are things that are very similar to the matrix that is absolutely the case but the matrix is really fun 
fucking good. <laughs> and I, I I just had a good time. And I, I think it was more like, well, I guess I was like expecting it to be the Matrix and it's not the Matrix. So it can never it can never be the Matrix. But no. uh, I absolutely had a great time. It was a, it was a very fun movie. And it was a movie that I had started while um my wife was away and mm-hmm. she came back like I was halfway through it and she mm-hmm. um watched like the last half of it and seemed to be having like a good time and like enjoying it even though she didn't under like know any of the context from the first half right right okay that i mean that that bodes well it's a it's a it's a it's a film of two very different halves as well i would say like that the the, the second half uh which i broadly term as the bagel half um is yeah like I, it's very much the, the more heartfelt the more heartfelt side of it but i i don't know i i, I was just absolutely I think particularly having recently gone on a um, on, on my Matrix adventure mm-hmm. um, I think all of my thoughts on the Matrix were slightly caveated with this feels like something that I would have got more out of at the time that it was made mm-hmm. whereas everything everywhere all at once for me felt like a film that was being made and saying new things for 2022 yeah and like it, it hit me where i was as opposed to like me go me engaging with the after shock and being like oh man i can see i can see how that's like i enjoyed that but i think that would have absolutely raised the roof in uh in 1999 or whenever it might have been um so yeah it's but i i, I also think you may be i don't I, not to speak for you maybe maybe i should phrase this as a question more than an observation but uh do, do you think it might have been a little bit late in the hype cycle as well for everything everything like because i i'd certainly say that when i went to see it i was vaguely aware that there was some buzz around it and that i probably didn't want to know too much about it um so it didn't have too much of an expectation to, to exceed but i i feel like we're now under where that film has reached a strange place in like where everyone talks about it as oh man this is like the best film of 2022 do, yes, do you think literally that, that literally literally yeah. jared has said the words it is the best film of 2022 to me there we go yeah yeah um is that it's like yeah i, I guess i had pretty high expectations and which is not to say that i in any way had a bad time i had a great time no. it was it was a it was a very fun watch good 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 i'm, I'm very very glad that you enjoyed it i'm i'm not i'm not surprised but i am i am very pleased um the, the like the, like the, obviously like there's a bunch of of intricacies and so like i think holy shit the uh one of the the main characters is short, fucking short round yeah. holy shit holy shit uh, and he's so good he's so good he's in so it good. he he so like good. in a in a movie with a bunch of really strong performances he steals the fucking show yeah, yeah no absolutely like I, ev- everyone everywhere all at once in that film is very very good i feel like, like my just... experience with oh my god it's short round is is like the experience that seems seemingly everybody in the world has had yeah yeah because like i i, I went right back to his like wikipedia page and was going like oh man he really has been he's been uh he's been stealthy over the last couple of decades and then he just turns up and casually uh yeah steals the show in what many people are calling the greatest film of 2022 um which is it might be um, it might be the only movie from 2022 that i saw <laughs> There we go. <laughs> so I don't know. Another I, one for the list. I'm um, probably not the, uh, the 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 probably the 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 single um qualm that I have with like the probably like you would probably call it the character arc is um the the main character well, I'm trying to remember her name oh um I, I can't remember I don't remember her name but the main character um 
grows in many ways, but I feel like in one of the most important ways she has not grown is that, like, at the end of the movie, you see her, like, talk shit to her daughter directly. Mm. And, like, in that way that, like, so often you hear about, like, people who are, like, uh, like first-generation Americans here, like, they have their parents talk them the way. I'm like, that is, like, the one, that is, like, the especially because, like, her daughter plays such a, like, important role in that film and her relationship yeah, yeah. with her daughter. I'm like, how is that not, like, I'm not saying that all of the all of her flaws need to be resolved. They don't need to be. Especially, like, you could definitely have them, like, resolve the money stuff less. Like, make that still fucked up. That seems like yeah. the one thing that should be resolved and is not resolved. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't fully remember in detail how the last beats of the story I feel like went, she might call yeah. her fat or something like that at the end. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, yeah. You, you, you'd rather not see it. You'd rather, you'd rather they were at least hinting towards. Yeah. Yes. Uh, like, uh, uh, and, and again, it's, it's not, it's not like the, the biggest criticism in the world. It, it just seems like if you want to illustrate that, like, this person has had growth, but it's still flawed, there are other places where you would put those flaws. If I, if I was writing it, there is another, there are other places where I would put that flaw. Yeah. No, I think that's a good note. Um, it's it just like that, that is like the one, it is the thing that, like, the whole fucking movie hangs on is her relationship with her daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Above yeah, yeah. everything else, which is bizarre. Um, also, I do want to note, we are, we're running out of time to talk about things, but I do want to note one thing is that I watched that movie with um, uh, uh, captions. And I think that oh, there yeah. are things that if you weren't watching, like if you were watching that in a theater and you didn't have captions, that you just wouldn't know unless you specifically were like, um, have like a Chinese immigrant experience or or like a somebody from China, from China would know is like in the, in the captions, it'll be like, oh, her dad is speaking Cantonese. And, but whenever she and her husband are talking, they're speaking in Mandarin. Oh. And it's like, how would I know that? Like, I obviously, if you speak Mandarin or you speak Cantonese, you would know yeah. that. But like, how would I know that? And like, oh, that's a, like a pretty important like aspect of who, of like who this person is and like how they're communicating that you just wouldn't know unless you happen to have that on. Yeah. Well, no, what a cool little detail. It is a cool detail, and I thought that that was. Like, well, I was like, oh man, I'm so glad I turned on <laughs> these these subtitles. Um, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you for flagging. I like that a lot. Very cool. Um, and then I have other stuff, but we're we're at time. So, Rob, uh, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at soundcloud.com forward slash Rob D Webster. Are you going to do a stuff of the year yet, or are you you going to pass on twenty twenty two? Yeah, it's it's mostly done. It's just the last few categories are a pain in the ass. So I thought let's uh, I it's it's like ninety percent written. It's like the ten percent is the hardest bit. But yeah, I'll get to it. Sounds good. And if you want to see what I do, head over to grantbrunner.com for the weekly row. I'm Grant Bruner. I'm Rob Webster. Have a good one. Stairs with the shop back, you can call.
call, but I probably won't hear you because it's loud with the shop back on. You'll be okay. You'll be upstairs with the TV. You can cry, and I probably won't hear you because it's loud with the shop back on.